Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley. How you doing, Matt? Oh, doing good, Marvin. Watching the rain come down and working on some flies and hoping the rivers don't come up too much further. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I was talking to to Ethan Martin at Tail Tellers uh, in Lynchburg, and you know, he's getting the effects of the rain up in the mountains, but they didn't get very much rain in Central Virginia. So it's pretty amazing how not that much of a distance. There's a pretty big difference in the weather situation. Yeah, it definitely seems like from what I've seen the last couple of days, the further north you go in Virginia, the less uh, less rain they got. I mean, we got almost five inches on Saturday, um, and close to another inch this morning um, into the afternoon. Um, so things are pretty, you know, the smallmouth rivers are, well, everything was pretty much at flood stage Sunday and Monday. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're coming down, coming down slowly. Um, trout streams are, you know, within a couple days of being back online, but yeah, it's, uh, pretty much out of, out of commission for the moment. Yeah, and in terms of the new river, I would imagine, right, you're going to have dirty water going all the way through Clater Lake and coming out the other side. Absolutely, yeah. So that uh, the the lower new will stay dirty probably for you know a couple of weeks. Um, unfortunately, that's what happens when we get those big um, dumps of rain. But everything else, you know, should where there's not a lake involved should uh, should clear up, you know pretty normally but i would expect it to be another you know it'll be on the other side of the weekend for sure yeah and so you know talking about going up high and chasing trout because it's about the only thing you can do in your neck of the woods uh do you like to nymph the edges or do you prefer to fish streamers in this kind of a situation um i i mean i prefer to fish streamers if i can um especially especially if you've got the higher water and uh and you've got the fish in the river to to make it worthwhile you know i I wouldn't uh wouldn't mess with it too much on the real small streams um way up high but the second order streams um you know the bigger bigger trout streams we've got around uh that have you know sizable fish i'd certainly be doing some streamer fishing um the water warming up and it's uh become you know pretty good the last couple of weeks and then uh Certainly, you know, nymph fishing will definitely pick up a lot of fish. I mean, as uh, as high as it was, it's, you know, we're already within a couple of days of the trout streams being back. You know, to pretty uh, pretty weightable, and um, they they should be, you know, definitely fairly clear um, tomorrow or the next day. So it uh, it won't be too crazy up there, particularly the higher up you go. And so, you know, how how much does that kind of knock back the, uh, the dry fly action? Um, you know, I, I, I definitely don't seem to get as much dry fly action, you know, obviously when it's real high and dirty, but, uh, you know, once, once they get down to certainly a weightable, uh, flow, um, you know, fish will definitely be eaten on top. We've had quill Gordons the last couple of weeks, um, tan caddis more and more, um, and certainly, you know, we'll, we'll be, we'll be seeing more of those over the next couple of weeks. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this is, this is kind of prime time for, for our, our trout streams here. And the further we get into the, uh, into the spring, 
with uh, warmer weather and everything, you know, we'll have more and more bugs come out and, um, you know, dry fly fishing will get, you know, really, really viable here um, within the next month or so. But thankfully, we don't have a whole lot of rain um, from this point in the next, you know, five, six days at least forecasted. And uh, we're actually supposed to get a cold snap here tomorrow. I think our high is about 38 degrees and it's supposed to be in the 20s, low 20s overnight. Um, but then we're going to warm back up to the to the mid 70s by the end of the weekend. So um, I'm thinking next week trout fishing should be back to great. And certainly, if you wanted to get out um, over the Easter weekend, you know you'll be able to find something up high. Um, probably nymphing, but you know you go up high enough, you know you might find some opportunities to do some dry fly fishing. Yeah, there you go. And you know, folks, we love questions on the articulate fly. You can email them to us or send them to us on our Facebook or Instagram page. If we read your question, I'll send you some articulate fly swag and we will enter you in a drawing for something cool from Matt at the end of the season. And, you know, Matt, I've always got to ask you, what are you writing right now for the rural Virginian? Yeah. Uh, so right now I've kind of been waiting on it because, uh, I've been thinking about it just like a lot of people for several months now, but our whole mid Atlantic region is going to see, uh, another, uh, brood X cicada hatch this, this spring. Um, the 17-year cicada and the uh, epicenter is sort of the northern Virginia, um, Maryland, southern Pennsylvania area, um, which is which is within my readership. And then um, we've got some going on down here in East Tennessee too. Um, and spring is here. Um, it, it feels like it's a good ways off, but or at least right now it does. But um, you know, those bugs will be here in another month and a half. So, um, time to start thinking about it as an angler, you know, a lot of the fisheries in those areas will, um, will be pretty good if you can, if you can find bugs and and fish in the same area. So that's pretty exciting. I'm looking forward to it and, um, I'm definitely going to be following it a little bit this spring. Um, so that article will just kind of be a general background and information, um, uh, for the bug and, and how it's relevant to, to fly fishermen. Very cool. And I'll drop a link to that in the show notes. And, uh, before I let you hop, uh, why don't you let folks, uh, no Easter joke there. I, I just literally didn't mean to do that. But, um, before I let <laughs> you, I, well, I didn't even try. It just comes naturally folks. Um, <laughs> the, uh, why don't you let folks know where they can find you? I know you're getting kind of, uh, super booked up on the smallmouth front, but you know, maybe some folks can kind of help fill in some of those edges and some of the stuff on the other side of the summer. Sure. Yeah, no, uh, summer, you know, August and September are still fairly open. Um, that's what I'm kind of focused on booking right now. Um, and that's really, I mean, shoot, that's prime time, best topwater fishing of the year typically. Um, but I do still have some dates in April, um, two or three dates in May, uh, two or three dates in June, two or three dates in July. Um, and, I like to remind people too that, you know, our trout fishing stays great all summer, you know. So if you're living in an area where you're, you know, hanging up your trout rods in May or June, you know, down southwest Virginia, we have some pretty solid, you know, wild trout mountain stream fishing all the way through the summer. Um, but my contact info is all on my website, and that's mattrileyflyfishing.com. And uh, reach out however you like, and I look forward to hearing from people. 
Yeah, well, there you go. And listen, folks, I want to wish all of you a happy Easter and happy Easter, Matt. All right. Happy Easter, Marvin.